What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm your host, TJ Reed, and this is episode 179 titled Goldfish Gigs. <laughs> I love creating titles like that because hopefully you click on here and you go, I wonder what that's about. And then hopefully it lives up to the hype and you learn something new from these sorts of things. Uh, but I really enjoy uh, just sharing some funny titles like that. Did you ever go to a carnival and you play that game where you take the little ping pong ball, you throw it and lands in one of the goldfish bowls. And if it does that, then you get that little plastic bag with the water and the goldfish in it and you take home that goldfish. Did you ever take home that goldfish? You put it in a little goldfish bowl and uh, maybe after a little bit, it gets flushed out the toilet <laughs> based on that. Who knows? Um, but I started to think back through some of those old memories because I read an article recently about what happens if you actually let your goldfish out into the wild. And there was this picture of this massive, like multi-pounded goldfish uh, that was living in this lake that just got humongous. And what it started to make me think about is for so many of us, um, kind of like our careers and kind of like the decisions that we make in our professional lives, um, that sometimes you feel like the goldfish in the bowl, yeah, but what happens if you get transferred to a lake? You know, this, I mean, this goldfish got massive <laughs> by jumping in a lake. And so really, I just put together a couple goldfish thoughts to share with you today that I thought were uh, just kind of some simple, helpful things to think about. Um, and so let's, let's dive into them here today. So number one is the company that you're at has won you, but they don't own you. Now, the company you're at has won you, W-O-N, won you, but they don't own you. It's interesting because do, do, do you realize, as I said that, that the word won and own, uh, it's the exact same letters just based on the different priorities of like how you arrange those letters. That's the difference between them. And so it really depends on how you arrange it. If the company that you're in has actually won you or if they own you. And a lot of it has to do with how you value yourself walking into that place and what your priorities are walking into that place. One of the things that throughout my career, my wife and I have always reminded one another is when I'm 80, this workplace that I'm in right now isn't going to remember me. It's the memories that I make with you. It's the memories I make with our daughter. Um, those are the things. Those are the people. It's those friends that I spent time with, those people that I actually skipped work that one day to be with. That Those memories are the ones that are going to last forever. Nobody's going to remember if I showed up on a Friday and diligently did my work. That's not somebody that at the end of my life is going to go, oh, can you, do you remember 
back in the day, that one Friday when you showed up and you knocked out that finance project. Dude, that was amazing. Nobody's ever going to do that. And it sounds ludicrous for me to say that. Um, but you got to remember as you're coming into a company, they've won you. Like you you have gifts and skills. There's a reason that they hired you. And you have gifts and skills that can make that company better. So what are you doing to bring that forward? And what are you doing to remember and have that self-confidence as you're in that place? There's a there's a purpose to you being in that place. And so remember that. It's all how you arrange it. It's all how you arrange your priorities and the way you look at these things. The company you're at has won you, but they don't own you. That's number one. Number two is look for a bigger environment sometimes when you can't grow. Um if you if you stay in an environment where you're not growing, the fact is is there's going to come a time where you're going to get flushed. Whether you're dying from the inside out or they no longer find youth, usefulness uh, in the work that you're doing there. If you're not growing, uh, you're going to have a hard time with that. And so you might be able to thrive in a lake where you might get flushed in a goldfish bowl understanding where you thrive and why you thrive is a really important thing for you to consider in your career. I love what John Maxwell quite often says is he says that experience isn't the best teacher. Evaluated experience is the best teacher. And so make sure that as you're thinking about the places that you thrive in the environment where you thrive, that you know why that is, that you've evaluated those experiences, not just had uh, bitter feelings or happy feelings about something, but why do, Why did that place make you happy? Why was it more enjoyable for you? For me, I love places that allow me to kind of uh, think futuristically, bring creative ideas, uh, kind of externally process some of those things and just try and fail and experiment and stuff like that. I need a place like that that values that voice and that way of doing things. And so I want to make sure that I'm finding myself in those environments. And so for whatever it is for you, make sure that you're looking for that environment where you can thrive and not get flushed, where you can feel like where where you can expand and be bigger and have a growth mindset and not have to shrink yourself to be able to fit it and not grow. So Number one, the company you're at has won you. They don't own you. Uh, Look for a bigger environment when you can't grow. And then number three, come up for air. Come up for air. Did you know that fish can drown? (laughs) So as I, once again, I just, I do some weird Google searches, but as I was researching this goldfish stuff, I said, I wonder if fish can actually drown. That'd be interesting. And the fact is fish can drown. Um, Most fish breathe when water moves across their gills. So they don't actually drown when they begin to inhale water, but they actually drown from a lack of oxygen. And I think it's the same for our personal and our professional lives that we drown when we don't come up for air. And so, man, I'm just here to remind you today that you're a human being and not a human doing. That you need to build time into your life to be able to laugh, to have a good talk with a friend, to do something fun, to remember who you are, that despite all of the accolades you might be getting from business, 
that there's an important time for you to come up for air and enjoy who you are because you're not the sum of the work that you do. You're valuable apart from anything that you've ever produced, anything you've ever done. You're a valuable human being. And so come up for air and remember what that is that that keeps you alive and helps you to have oxygen in your life. So that's the end of this episode, Goldfish Gigs. Uh, When you think about the life of the goldfish, especially the goldfish that grows and thrives and becomes massive in a lake, remember that the company you're at has won you. The company you're at has won you, but they don't own you. Number two, look for a bigger environment when you can't grow. And number three, come up for air. I hope this has been helpful to you, friends. Stay healthy, leaders, and we will talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye.